0: Hey there, it's Angela Ardelino with It's a Dog's Life
1: and I'm here today with Abe Dunway and he is with Wagon Wash and I'm excited to talk to you because there's a couple reasons. I don't know if you know about me but I have a um, a grooming shop that I do retail and we also do daycare and boarding and it's I love this business. I think it's the most wonderful little thing and there's so few people doing it right. Um, And it's such a huge industry that I'm excited to talk to you about it. And how do you went from being a store manager to overseeing, you know, the opening, are they franchises?
2: Uh, We do, we do have some corporate stores, but we do um, have a lot of franchises as well. So. Okay,
1: so tell me about the business. It's called Wagon Wash, Natural wagon Pet, wash. Food, and Grooming. Yeah, great. So tell me about it because I think it's I think what attracted to me about it is that it reminds me of uh, my shop, which existed for twenty five years, and I purchased it and basically switched it over to what sounds like you guys saw the need yeah. in the market which is, you know, just like we don't want chemicals on our dogs, on yeah. our children, we don't want them on our dogs either. Yeah. So tell We're me a little so bit important.
2: about it. Yeah, well, we, you know, we really recognize and promote just that positive impact that, you know, pets and humans have on each other. So that's kind of at the base of what we do. And our mission statement uh, to kind of shorten it up is to, to enhance the quality of life for companions period, you know, of our pet companions. So we do that in a few different ways. We have um, the the bathing, the wash part of our name. So we do full service grooming, but we also have a big self-wash as well. So people come in, we have all the towels and shampoos, they bring the dirty dog, we have everything else. So it's a really fun experience. We have you know, there's anything from frantic people with a skunk dog coming in to find a solution. <laughs> but then there's families, you know, they come in the evenings or the weekends. We've had date nights. It's uh, it's really fun. Oh, I love it. Um, but yeah, so there's that experience. Um, we have retail as well. Uh, so we do the, the healthy natural foods, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, do it right. Have good ingredients, no chemicals, no... Uh, Corn, wheat, or soy, no byproducts. anything else like that. So um, food and treats, uh, and then all the accessories. So outdoor gear, collars and leashes, supplements, um, which I'm sure we'll get to eventually today. Okay, so (laughs) tell me, how
1: did you, you were a, was there one location and you were a store manager there? How did you start start from store manager where you're at now? uh,
2: And point out our bakery as well, which is something that really. Oh, nice. So we do have a dog bakery. And and cats, too, if they want to eat it, too. But we do biscuits and we customize birthday cakes. And and it's a lot of fun. I encourage anybody to go to the site and kind of check that part of that.
1: Very neat. I love that. And I'm sure it it makes the shop smell wonderful if you're baking in the shops. (laughs) It
2: it really (laughs) does. It's fun when you walk into a place that does dog washing. You don't smell wet dog. You smell cinnamon. And Apple. You know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. A little bit about my background. I've been with the company for 12 years. And I did other things in management and, and some retail and a lot of different things, but um, came in brand new to the industry. And just like you, you know, fell in love with it. And uh, so I love this industry in general, but the business itself and just what we do and and our mission um, is just amazing. So I um, started as a store manager in Colorado Springs, and that's where Wagon Wash originated from. Um, so mm-hmm. managed one of the stores for several years and then... And then within our corporate stores, that's originally what we were focused on um, was what we called the store coordinator. And it's kind of the, the guy that wears a lot of hats, <laughs> you know, that runs around and makes sure that all the stores, uh, everybody's trained well, um, you know, the products are the same and we're, we're teaching, you know, not only the staff, but also the guests that come in our store you know, product knowledge is very important to us. And people trust us to know, you know, the best answers that we possibly can have, and be really advocates for good choices when it comes to products and services. So um, so that was a big part of it as well. Uh, and then once we got more into the franchising side of things, I, I kind of naturally migrated to there. And so now I'm um, kind of the the chief franchise support for our franchisees across the country. So, so a lot of traveling, uh, but I absolutely love it. And I love working with, with our franchisees.
1: So how do you choose, um, the products? Like what kind of standards do you have in place where you guys go, okay, this is grown organically or it doesn't have any harmful chemicals. How do you decide on those types of things?
2: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, You know, and it is one, like you said, you know, how, just because it says natural, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You know, natural can mean a lot of things. So how was it produced and how was it grown and, you know, who represents it? Um, you know, in the industry, you know, the, the companion pet industry, you know, testimonials are huge and trust is huge. So, so who stands behind it and what do they have to say about it? Um, but you know, when it comes to like the foods, we have pretty strict guidelines of what we carry. No corn, wheat, or soy. No byproducts or kind of those mystery or rendered meats. Uh, no mm-hmm. chemical preservatives, and we stay away from any of the the food dyes or artificial flavorings or you know different things that you can kind of you know see run rampant in in, in a big box or a grocery store or something like that. So good natural choices ton of choices out there. So we want to make sure that everything that we have is going to be a good choice because there right. are, there are a lot of options. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. So I'm sure, you know, running your own business. Right. Uh,
1: so you obviously see the need like I do. I don't know if others do that, um, pet smart and pet the other one <laughs> I yeah. <didn't> even remember <laughs> now, that I would never take my dog there. ever to be groomed. Um, and now that I'm in the grooming industry, I certainly wouldn't. Um, just because I know that it's kind of a secondary thing and that it's not something that they concentrate on and that it's kind of like going, I feel like it's like getting your haircut at Costco yeah um, kind of thing, and that's that's not my cup of tea, and that's not where I want my dog to go. So I built the place that I would take my own dog to because mm-hmm. I couldn't find it, and I yep. think that's happening more and more. And I make the joke all the time that, you know, why didn't anyone tell me this about this career when I was a kid and I said I wanted to work with animals? Otherwise, I'd have franchises all over the world by now.
2: (laughs) I know. It's amazing what we find ourselves get into. Um, Because all you know
1: about is being a vet.
2: Yeah. You know, you know
1: about being a vet.
2: Absolutely. And that's it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah, I read uh, James Harriet the books. Uh, all creatures great and small. I think it's that the name of it. Uh, anyway, I read it later in life when I was an adult. I thought, man, if I would have read this as a kid, I would have been a you know a country vet. So how great is that? Right. Um, I, remember I remember asking
1: my mom yeah. about being a vet, and she yeah. said, "Well, you know, you're going to have to put animals to sleep." And I was like, "Okay, well then, I don't want to do yeah. that." And that was the that was the end of the conversation. Instead of <laughs> you know, hey, you could own a business, a shop, you could be a groomer. I mean, my groomers make a wonderful living.
2: Yeah, it is yeah. amazing. You know, and as as I've been with the business and in the industry in 12 years, and with our business model, grooming is increasingly growing. And it is, I mean, nationwide. Um, it's pretty amazing. You know, I always think of job fairs and you know, guidance counselors in high school and thing. You know, grooming should be it always goes to healthcare, right? Nurses right. And, and different things. You know, you can always find a job yep. in healthcare. You can always find a job in grooming. You know, if you really care if you I you're know and,
1: and if you're an expert, right.
2: You're, yeah. Good with people, good with animals. Um, the sky's the limit. Yeah. It
1: is. It is. I love that it's a it's an option there in the world.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you you had said when you started your business, you know, you you started the business that you wanted to go to, and that's really the founding right. of Wagon Wash as well. Our founders, you know, it was the same thing going into other stores. Like my God, the the wash tub is dirtier than my dog is. You know, I. We want to be clean and bright and friendly and helpful. uh, Well, I even
1: remember, you know, I came in and all of the groomers were independent contractors. Yeah. So they were all responsible for bringing in their own shampoos. If they used um, the shop's shampoo, then... They got a certain amount taken I mean, it was a disaster. <laughs> but I remember I started in the bathing room, um, mm-hmm. you know, to learn how everything went and and do everybody's job. Yeah. And the first thing that I realized is that I would come home and my arms, like, were, were like, so red and irritated, like layers of skin mm. just peeling off from the shampoos that were yeah. being used. And yeah. I was like... I didn't even think, yeah, the place was a disaster, the tubs were disgusting. I mean, everything yeah. was disgusting in the shop, but never did I think I would also have to change everything in it. Yeah. And I'm like, if this is what my, it's doing to my skin, I can't imagine to what it's going doing A, to my employees, and yeah. B, to the dogs. So finding an all-natural shampoo that also smells wonderful and works is very difficult, especially when you're used to big lathering, you know, shampoos and very strong fragrances that
0: make us think that's what clean smells like. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk.
2: so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at SmartPots.com.
0: Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. Oh. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now But a game for your phone gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, and the bought put the savings in the stash Little by little And hand we're hand back with dog's life. the Dog's Life And
1: we've got you Abe Dunaway from with wagon, wagon Watch And, and we're talking
0: with about that the <laughs> that uh, Not only to people, like but to
1: pets joy. and... How the important and it is, you know. Price. When we talk Can't about um, humans, we talk about how our skin oh, yeah. is our on biggest Android organ, and, I yeah. and we well, get, get into the I shower, get shower get and our, our pores Everybody's open up because it of the heat and whatever we're washing ourselves with. Stop marking at the wrong tree. We're back with our more of Into Box Life with Angela Ardellino, only on Cannabis Matters. It matters what you what you bathe yourself with. So the same thing applies to. Um, dogs and cats, yeah. so it's funny
2: making, when yeah, when you sure see irritants. Yeah, exactly. It's something that's in the ingredient panel, but also right. making sure that you're using specifically dog or cat shampoo for the and not a human shampoo.
1: Exactly, because
2: skin is has a completely different pH balance, and so that's very important for people to understand as well. And that you know, it's something that we've come across in our stores, and that we're always you know try to to guide people in the right direction.
1: Right, we do too. And they, you know, they want the, the, the yummy smell. And some people yeah. think, you know, the essential oils have a yummy smell, but others are very used to synthetic fragrances, which are very yummy, but cause irritants, not only to the dog a lot of the times, but to the person. You know, I think also, the that's one that
2: why- I've seen most is uh, baby shampoo. Yeah, people oh, yeah. Can- because it's for babies, sure you know, it's the most sensitive thing, not thinking about the, the pH balance.
1: So. Exactly. Or even worse, they're using Dawn for greasiness oh, yeah. because of the darn commercials of the duck, the getting, duck. The, yeah. getting the grease taken on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's totally reminded me of. I know that because you have a groom shop, you look at all the um, dog hair and think, there's got to be something we can do with this dog hair. Did you know there is...
2: That's not just me that thinks that. I thought that was just me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if
1: you guys have a shop vac, but when you empty that shop vac, it literally is like a cushion, a little um, poof cushion so you can put your feet on. Uh, But did you know... Yeah. Did you know that during the golf oil spill, they used, they paid... Groom yeah. shops for the dog hair because it absorbed the oil.
2: Yeah, uh, cool? we sent a few boxes uh, back. Did then. you awesome? Yeah, yeah well, we I were
1: here, so yeah. they were just coming in and literally weekly. We didn't. I didn't own the shop at the time. But they said that they would just come pick them up every single day, bags and bags and bags. It was yeah, awesome. Well, no. I was like, "Oh, good! It does have a purpose." Yeah,
2: I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. I thought
1: that was an interesting little bit of information.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, how many uh, shops do you guys have now that you've opened up?
2: Uh, we have eighteen. Stores. Wow. So, and yeah. are
1: they're located all over the country or mostly? Literally
2: coast to coast. So we have all the way from Seattle area, there's a couple, there's uh, Queen Anne uh, and Redmond's all the way to the East Coast in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, California, Maryland. So, everywhere. so someone yeah, Twin Cities, uh, we have a couple in there. Most of them are kind of centrally located in Colorado. Um, we have Phoenix Scottsdale. Uh, we have a store in Las Vegas. Um, we have, oh, those uh, are
1: some wonderful legal states.
2: Yeah, yeah right? A good segue into, uh, yeah. Into <laughs>
1: CBD, my favorite thing. Yeah. So I yeah. know that um, I, at the moment you said that the first store was in Colorado, I was like, oh, yes, finally, because – we're yeah. constantly trying to convince people in Florida or in other states that are not Colorado or California that yeah. you absolutely should carry a product, especially if you are a boutique, all-natural store that believes Definitely. in the natural products that they can't get anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to preach to – I'm preaching to the choir to you.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: well, how yeah. long have you guys been using it in your shop, and what do you use it for? And we're talking about CBD. So what are the types of things that – when did you first start using it and introducing it into your shop?
2: You know, it's um, it's funny. and I'm sure you know with your business, like, the pet trends follow human trends. Right. So, you know, as things kind of become available, then finally they start trickling into into pets. You know, and I first started seeing it, you know, maybe about 10 years ago. Um, we carried some, you know, very limitedly, uh, wasn't very well known Gosh, maybe six, seven, maybe eight years ago, just a little bit. Uh, but really, in the last two years, uh, it has just exploded um, mm-hmm. just with all the awareness. And I think, yeah, part of, um, you know, the, the legalized states and some of that, uh, the spotlight that that's shown, Um so that's part of it. And I just think, you know, people are becoming more educated and doing research on their own. There's more information available. You know, one thing that I, I know that you're very well versed in, in CBD as well. And so, you know, the lack of real, you know, tests or studies or, you know, scientifically proven things, it's kind of hard. You know, this, it's all about testimonials. But in the pet industry, I mean, that's really what most of it is, right? It's if you try it and it works or, you know, somebody or um, you trust someone, you know, and it worked for them, uh, you know, that that can be all the difference. So. So really, yeah. In the last couple of years, I mean, just really exploded and seeing a lot more varieties. Um a lot more, you know, the brands, but then even just different things, oils, chewables, treats. You know, it's, it's in a lot of different formats um, and readily available for people. Um, and what and, do you
1: see your customers using it the most for?
2: You know, anxiety is a big one. Um, but, you know, we really, gosh, it's been <laughs> uh, pain and inflammation has been a big one. And proven with that um anxiety we said um got any kind of mood appetite um sleep uh, do even, you have any that
1: come in that are like anxious about getting a groom and they take it and then get their groom
2: yeah we have had that definitely you know or rem- kind of social anxiety you know right. kind of being outside of the house or traveling you know, sometimes that's very nerve wracking. So, yeah, there are plenty of grooming customers that come in, and uh, you know, their dogs are CBD'd up, so you know, yeah. nice and mellow and come in for the groom, um, which is so
1: much better because we used to get dogs that would be on um, like a prescription human drug, and they couldn't yeah. even stand, and they would yeah. even be they'd even be more aggressive because I'm sure they were being they were so confused about being knocked out, but at the same time being manhandled. So yeah, yeah so we
2: it. Yeah, you're absolutely. We right. just started
1: saying nope, We don't allow that. We can't yeah. do a groom on a dog that can't even stand. But we do have an all natural alternative.
2: So yeah, you know, we always had um, different anxiety, like naturally based. You know, right. meal and uh, the passion flower. The L-tryptophan was always a big one, big ingredient. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to have this alternative with CBD and to have people you know, that are kind of already pretty well versed when they come in the store and, and know a lot about it or know somebody down the street. Um it's it's been really nice, you know, to, to have that option and then to have those people that, you know, really know about it and are and are for it. Um right. you know, there's a lot of controversy right. with C D, as you know. Um fortunately it's you know getting smaller and smaller, but you know, we'll in a state I will not name Maybe not. Um, there was uh, one of our guests that came into one of the franchise locations and bought some CBD and was arrested for having it. He got pulled over. The policeman saw it and arrested him thinking that it was THC. And yeah, so the level of education is. Oh, very, I know. Oh, it blows know. my
1: mind. I know I, yeah. I've told the story before, but I said I, you know, called just about every state's department of agriculture yeah. And I have emails from them telling me that this is of course six months after the farm bill, you know, yeah. was was put into law. Yeah. And they were telling me C B D was an illicit drug and that I would be breaking the law and I just what am I supposed to, I'm supposed to educate them on that. Yeah. So it's um it absolutely it's so confusing because people think, well, if it's legal, then everybody knows it and it's okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What state was it in?
2: Um, it was Texas.
1: Texas. So. I knew I could have guessed it's either going to be Florida <laughs> or Texas. I'm sure yeah. you heard about ours, the lady uh getting arrested for sucking on her vape pen in Disney World.
2: And and no, was, I didn't hear was, I'm surprised I didn't, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it was CBD and she I think believe I believe she had a um, medical card from what? wherever. So, I always say that she's very wealthy now. But
2: yeah, I'm sure yeah. The
1: news, you know, they won't put you on to talk about education and how it helps, but someone gets arrested for it and it gets blasted all over the place, which just helps the fear of, you know, it's still illegal and it's an illicit drug. And you're like, yeah. no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> so well, it's with silly. the
2: wealth of information that's out there, there's also misinformation. Right. So, so much So it's mis- kind mis- of weeding. Yeah, you, you have to weed through all of that and, and get to the truth.
1: Well, that's one of the things I do is I try to educate as many people as I possibly can about the benefits, not only for us but mostly for our pets. Yeah. Um, so that's what I spend a lot of my time doing because yeah. there is so much bad information. And what's interesting, because you said we follow the the human market, the human yeah. market. We've already done all the tests. We already know what it works on. It's already medically legal in all of these states. And guess what? When you look at those research and those clinical um, studies, they were done on animals.
2: Yeah. yeah, so
1: it's kind of funny that you know, people want proof well guess what most of the studies done were done on animals so yeah. there we've already proven it because of course they tested it on animals That's so I great. love I love that you know when people go it doesn't exist and you know there's no research and why isn't the FDA and I just like, I, I agree the FDA should, should have a say, to say something about it and make regulations we would love that
2: I think it's only a matter of time.
0: Right. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. not seeing many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio.
2: Hey, it's Nick Hexham from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm ready to turn the page on yesterday's them. Now I'm willing to disengage to see the day and the war. Doc Robb, the concierge for Better Living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living, while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com.
0: Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of "It's a Dog's Life" with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. And we're back, and it's a dog's life. This is Angela
1: Ardolino, and I'm here with Abe Dunway with Wagon Wash, and um, yeah, we were just talking about Texas. We've heard some crazy stories about Texas and CBD in Texas, and we had one store, a story from a retailer who said she. Um, I forgot what the, what the department's name is. It has a weird name, like the department of chemistry or the head of chemistry or something crazy yeah. like that. Walked into her store and didn't like labels and packed things up and told her she couldn't touch it for 30 days. And in 30 days he made her destroy it. and the, you know, and, in front of him and throw it away and i'm like who is this person
2: wow. i mean yeah. i
1: can't imagine someone walking into my shop and doing something like that i would yeah. lose it
2: you know we'll have um well the department of agriculture will kind of govern the like dog food and cat food like animal right, food right. basically right. is what it's considered so and we've had them come in the store i don't we have had one brand and this has been several years ago that got pulled and we were unable to sell it uh, just for, and it was labeling. It wasn't right. even, you know, ingredients or dangerous or any of that. It was just how something was labeled. Right. Uh, and it was a shame because it was, it was a mushroom based supplement. So uh. yeah. So that well, was, that's
1: it. why these, you know, that's why these um, holistic distributors and these small boutique stores, I mean, I don't, I, I, only get my frozen dog food from a distributor and everything else. I deal directly with the little guys because yeah. that's where I know it's coming directly from the source and who's making it. And, you know, it's hard to find a good distributor. They don't, they're just out to make as much money as they possibly can. And it's hard to weed <laughs> yeah. through the good stuff and the bad stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, this, yeah, the relationships are so important. Um, right. uh, yeah. And we do, we'll go to trade shows, you know, a few times a year and, and really meet and have, you know, long form kind of meetings and, and discussions with people and, you know, to build that trust and to uh, to get that knowledge and to find out, you know, what, what those ingredients are and right. to kind of get back to what, you know, we we're saying, even with the shampoos and different things, like, all right, what, what is this, what does this mean? And, you know, what is this ingredient? Why is there red number 40? That doesn't need to be in this, thing? you know, right. things like that. So.
1: So we talked about wishing that we knew about this pet industry when we were kids. <laughs> Let's say someone wants to, wants to be a franchise owner. Is that something that you guys offer?
2: Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. We so what a- does
1: someone do if they want more information on maybe a, they want to try wagon wash for themselves and b become a franchisee. How do they get more information about what you guys do?
2: Yeah, we do. Um, we have a separate you know, kind of franchising website. So, you know, definitely Google. Uh, if there's a store in their market, I would greatly suggest they come by and just check out the store. Meet the people that, you know, the franchisees or even the corporate managers or different things that are there and just see if it's right for you. You know, one thing um, that a lot of people don't understand, and I'm sure that, that you know well, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Physical and mental. And so this it, it's not for everyone. Right. So you really have to kind of do your homework and, and go in and make sure and see. You know, some people think it's, you know, we sit around and pet dogs all day. And yeah. That's part of it. Right. <laughs> it is. That's one like of the benefits of it, you know, don't get me wrong. Right there on the floor along with them. Right. Um but there's a lot of things you know in running a business and opening a business in general but also with pet industry as well um,
1: well and yeah. there's that false notion of open it and they will come no they won't yeah, they no. must know that you're there you have yeah. to tell them marketing <laughs> so very yep. yeah marketing and um inventory <laughs> and uh, appointment making you know having something that you're you can communicate well with them and customer that's service true. i mean that's what i felt was missing the most. It's just someone caring, you know, knowing that someone was caring for my dog.
2: Absolutely. Um, That's, you know, really part of it. And that really is just, gosh, the the foundation of what we do on a daily basis and something I tell to, um, you know, to remind franchisees about when they're first starting out, It, it becomes ingrained very quickly, but, you know, really owning that front door. When somebody comes in, You're dropping everything and that's, and you're spending five, 10, 15 minutes, you know, as long as you can, if it's really busy, obviously you can't talk 30 minutes with somebody, but, but as long as you can and making sure that they get a tour, that they get the experience, that they have all their questions answered, that they know all of the products and services that you carry. Um, Right. You know, there are people that would drive by our stores and see just the wagon wash and just assume maybe we are just grooming. And then they come in, oh, I didn't know you sold food right. or the bakery, you know, oh, I didn't know you could make a custom dog birthday cake here, you know, so it's really important to, to give those tours and, and really that experience. Uh, well, but it sounds work.
1: perfect. It sounds yeah. awesome. I probably wouldn't have been in the, be, wouldn't be in the business if you guys had existed uh, anywhere around me. <laughs> so um, tell them we didn't, we didn't share with everybody where they can find more information. Is it wagonwash.com or
2: wagonwash.com? And that's just our general um, website. And we do have, you know, individual store site, you can go to locations and see where all the stores are. But there's a lot about who we are, what we do how we started, what we believe in, uh, and our focus is there. Um, anybody that's interested in an actual store, uh, franchise.wagonwash.com. Uh, and that would be kind of the, the franchise portal. So great. kind of two different arms, you know, there's a, you know, a guest or a shopper. Right. portal, And then there's more of the business or, you know, franchising portal. Um, yep. So
1: it's not, it's, you're never too old to have a pet shop. It's a mm-hmm. lot of work. It's not easy, but it is definitely rewarding, educating people about how how to do things naturally, how to heal their dogs naturally. And Abe, thank you so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed it.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much.